Okily dokily, let's put on our game faces. Game on! Woo! This is Bronco Nation, a Midwest communications podcast. Here's your hosts, Jordan Lass and Jim Lawless. What's going on, guys? Jordan Solo today, no Jim. Uh, we did promise you that this would be a bonus episode of the Bronco Nation podcast on Sunday. We talked heavily about the hockey team, who is just doing fantastic this year. Getting into league play this weekend, taking on a big rival out of uh, Minnesota. So give that a listen. But uh, if you already have, uh, then you're here for the uh, press conference from today with Coach Lester. We also got a few player interviews as well. Uh, so first off, let's uh, let's hear from Coach Lester. But quick, before we do that, I want to thank Zemlick, our uh, sponsor for Bronco Nation. You can find them online, zemlick.com, little or small. They've got all of your business needs taken care of. Uh, you can also visit their brick-and-mortar store here in Kalamazoo. So without further ado, let's get into today's press conference. It's Monday, by the way. Ah, give me a huddle! Obviously, shoot, that was, I feel like, a long time ago, you know, uh, heading into the bye week. Obviously, I had a chance to watch it. Uh, extremely disappointed in the way we executed, you know. Uh, on all fronts, we, we need to be better. And... Uh, but it was a good film to watch and learn and digest. And, and uh, you know, this thing about the MAC and MACTION is, is you, you don't get a full bye week, you get a half a bye week. So you have a choice as a coach uh, whether you try to get rest for their bodies or whether you try to get extra practices. Because normally in a full week bye week, you get both a couple extra practices and, and, uh, and some rest. So uh, we, leaned, we leaned towards the rest to try to get their bodies back. We, had, we did have one extra practice, but uh, and they've, been, they've been really good. Obviously, we're playing. Central, you know, and so it's a big game for everybody and a uh, big game for the alumni and, and uh, they're playing well right now. You know, a lot of close games, a lot of hard fought games. And and so, uh, you know, it's been it's been fun to have extra time to to evaluate them and, and us at the same time and and figure out, uh, you know, what we need to do to put us uh, put ourselves in the best position to beat uh, a really good football team. So. Um, Coach, you obviously know the, this rivalry very well from playing here. Um, all of your games uh, were on Saturdays. What do you think of um, you know playing a, a midweek action game against your rival? Yeah, it's different, right? I mean, it's uh, when I got here, I think I was here, and Hookster would probably know better than me. It was it was a couple years after there was like riots and stuff where it was really crazy. Probably in the early '90s before I got here, and uh, and the. Every atmosphere was electric, you know. So, the game, uh, the game never loses its its intensity. You know, no matter when you play it, you play it on a Monday night, or Monday, Monday afternoon in a parking lot, and it, it would matter to a lot of people. So, uh, you know, I, I know that a lot of the alumni, because it's on a midweek, are going to be able to turn it on on television, and so I'm sure the ratings will be will be good and. And hopefully, I think the weather's going to be pretty good for a action game, you know, and hopefully we get a good chance to get a crowd out there, which uh, is important, obviously, for, for our guys. It helps. But uh, it's, it, it definitely, it's a little different uh, just because I, when I played, I remember those, those game days. They were different, you know, in a good way. And so uh, hopefully even for a action, this will be a little bit different even for a action game because well, I think we'll get a better crowd than, than a lot of people get normally from action games. Yeah, and you touched on the reason uh, why the Mac does this to kind of get that uh, increased TV exposure. Oh, yeah. Um, have you guys talked about that? How are your players feeling, um, you know, knowing that, uh, you know, there's not too many games being played on that Wednesday? Yeah, I mean, we, we've talked about that back in 
really back in August as we kind of go through the schedule, we get to this part part of the schedule and and uh, you know you get to be seen by a lot of people. Uh, you know our our players' goals, you know, are to be seen and be recognized by hopefully NFL teams and and uh, Maction has helped our conference uh, increase the amount of people that get chances, you know, at the next level. So it is definitely switches our schedule up, you know, like today, you know, today was today was a Thursday to me, you know, and uh, and so it, it, there are some things that we do have to do a little bit differently and kind of get used to what day of the week it is. But uh, but the opportunity for our players and our team is, is huge. Uh, and then last week, um, all right, two weeks ago, whatever. <laughs> whatever, week and a half, technically. Um, yeah, against Toledo, uh, team didn't really seem to run the ball as well as it has this yep. year. Um, and Caleb also, um, you know, maybe wasn't as comfortable in the pocket as he has been. Um, what are your thoughts on uh, the offensive line and kind of where they're at, um, you know, heading into the later, latter part of the season? Yeah, I, I, they're healthy and feeling good right now. I mean, the break definitely helped us out. Um, you know, I, I didn't think we ran the ball as efficiently as, you know, we wanted to going into the game. I don't think we – I don't think I called as good of a game as I could have called. Uh, we didn't execute at the quarterback position well enough, you know. And uh, and you add all those things together at the same time, it's tough to be a good team at their place, you know. And uh, so we've, we've talked about that. We focused on it. You know, we're very honest. We always talk about watching the film with honest eyes after a game and, and, uh, and the guys – and then we gave them a couple of days off just to get their bodies feeling because it's going to be a physical game at Central, you know. And and as you get into Maction, there's there's a higher percentage chance, you know, you're going to get some Midwest weather in November, you know. And we're going to have to be able to run the ball, and it's something we've done really well, and and uh, we need to do a better job of doing it moving forward. Uh, last year, your defense was uh, rolling, and then uh, they kind of, Central Michigan kind of threw a wrinkle in there with uh, Khalil Pimpleton and the Wildcat. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you kind of prepare for, um, you know, maybe some wrinkles that they've saved up for a big game like this? Yeah, they've used a lot. I mean, last last week uh, or week week and a half ago when they played, uh, I want to say when we went out for a warm-ups at, at Toledo, they, I think Pimpleton had already thrown a pass, and I think their running back had thrown two passes by that time. So, uh, you know, they'll do anything on offense. They do a lot, of, a lot of different things, and we have to be prepared and be disciplined. And uh, the Wildcat stuff, which they used heavily on us last year. You know, they still got it. They've, they've run it a lot more here since then, I believe. You know, so we've seen it a lot more. And I think, I think we've got a good plan. I think the guys are comfortable with it. But they'll put di- multiple different Wildcat guys back there, you know, just doing anything they can to try to create an advantage. And, uh, and I don't, like I said, we didn't do a great job stopping it last year. And uh, it's something we worked on in the summertime and in the offseason. Because uh, I think, you know, other than that, we played we played fairly well. That, that set gave us troubles, you know. and. Uh, and it was a shootout because of it uh, up there last year. So, so our, I know our, our defense is focused on it, and uh, and we'll, we're I'm sure we're going to see it. M- plus some things we haven't seen yet, you know. So we just got to be disciplined, have good eye discipline, and play with detail, and and uh, we'll put ourselves in a great game. I think. Can you give us an update on Bryson Gardner's injury status? <sighs> Man, yeah, I uh, same, same. We're just it's a. Uh, we did one other extra test on him just to make sure that everything was good with the muscle in the shoulder and make sure it's firing. It is. So he's good. It's a it's just a nerve, you know, and and, and when he it was good for him, he got to go to the I don't I wish I knew the name of it, the techni- technical name of what we did just to double check everything. Uh, and she gave him some really good advice just in his head that it's I mean the nerves it's going to come back, you know, and it and it's just a matter of time, but you really don't know how long. And uh, 
So we, he's out there running around. He's the most in-shape person we have on our team, running around, knows what he's doing. And uh, we're really hoping that here soon, uh, you guys probably seen him warm up at every game and stand on the sideline of every game. And, um, and there's, no, there's no trickeration to that or anything. He wants to play, and, and we want him to play. And as soon as, uh, but if it's not healthy for him to play, we're not going to play him. So, uh, and Myrtle's doing a good job too, you know? So uh, we're lucky to have some depth. Uh, but I know we're, we're trying to get do everything we can to get that that shoulder to be as strong as it needs to be. The the movement's great. Uh, we just got to get the strength where it needs to be so we can play again. There against Toledo, uh, your team went 0 for 3 on fourth downs. Um, talk about you know the the thoughts on on those drives, the decisions to go for it on fourth downs, and um, what you thought sort of caused those to not work. Yeah, the there's really there's really one that that. I remember, to be honest with you, uh, that sticks out. Let's put it that way. Um, it was a it was a fourth and one. We go off the book. You know, the one thing you learn about the book is the uh, when when you believe in analytics, you want to you want to win games. You know, it's not about having a respectable you know score. It's about trying to find a way to get back and win games. We've won some games because we've been aggressive. So once we got down late in the third and fourth quarter, like we were going. I mean, there was a couple of times we made third and ten from our own ten, and the book says go. So you're going. So those are some tough calls, but the, there's the one inside zone call that it, the spot was close. You know, I think we could have done a j better job blocking it. Uh, you know, and Caleb had one shot to maybe maybe throw the ball. I was hoping he would. You know, and uh, uh, that that was the main one that we had a legit shot at. You know, but when it comes to those decisions, most of them are are already made heading into it. You know, and it is always tough when we get into the pure passing situations when when it when a defense like that uh, and they were a good defense and we knew that going in they were number one defense in our league scoring wise you know 18 points a game or whatever it was uh, when they know you're passing and you have to pass it makes it difficult you know and, and they got they got Caleb a couple times and uh, so we and we then therefore we put our defense in some tough situations but but we're always going to be swinging you know we're, not, we're always going to try to come back we've come back from against them down 10 with 50 seconds left. So, um, so yeah. So sometimes you would put you when you look at the stats at the end of the game. Uh, a lot of it is dictated on the situation we were in, in late in the third and in the fourth, where you're down and, and in some tough fourth downs that aren't normal fourth and ones. You know, I think about the one fourth and one that we should have gotten, and we had one lineman kind of get driven back that I don't think should have, and I still thought we had it was it was close, but there was no angle for them to to review it, and it was tough. It was a tough one. Uh, for the second game in a row, you're going against the team that sort of figured out its quarterback situation mid-season um, with, with CMU using both Jacob Sermon and Daniel Richardson this year. Uh, how does that affect how you watch film of their offense, knowing that, um, that you know, they've, they've used multiple quarterbacks this year? Yeah, you know, you just want to be prepared for both. You really want to know what the, in the DNA of a quarterback, where they like, what they like to do. You know, every quarterback has the throws they like, and there's some amazing, uh, you know, use – PFF, Pro Football Focus, and, and it can give you some amazing information on their completion percentage on the right, left, middle, deep, short. Like you, you kind of get to know where where a quarterback likes to go with the ball, and so you got to have two plans because no two quarterbacks are identical. You know, so uh, we we do it on our own quarterbacks to figure out where where they're most comfortable. They might not think they are until you show them the stats of you know you're eight eight of eight when you take this make this throw. You know, in games and uh, so. So that's, I think, the biggest key. And, th and they're playing at a high level, I think. Richardson, I mean, just making reads, comfortable in the offense. He's been there a couple years now. And 
Um, and, and then you add the run game to that, and I think they're pretty dynamic. I mean, the, the game they had against Northern was, was shootout-ish. You know, they were really, both teams were moving up and down the, on, up and down the field, and um, it was, obviously went down to the wire. You mentioned the, that run game, Lou Nichols already nearly uh, to 1,000 yards for him. Um, just eight games into the year. Yeah. Uh, how do you go about slowing down a runner as good as him? Ooh, uh, you got a gang tackle, right? I mean, you're going to – he's – the one thing I, I like about their running back that I, I'm impressed with is just how physical he is. You know, square you up. He's not going to try – I mean, he has some moves, but he's he's going to he's gonna be a physical player and uh, keeps his hips behind his shoulder pads, so it's hard to wrap him up. And it's just so important that we do a good job up front. Their O-line's huge. Uh, we got to get people to the ball. You know, and uh, and so that's when you, when you're playing a physical team like that. I mean, the key is getting multiple people to the ball because the first person might might get hit, you know, squared up and not be able to wrap them up. But it'll stay in front of them, and the second and third guy can stop them. So, uh, so it'll be a big challenge for our defense, you know. And uh, I'm excited. They've they've had a really good week of practice, and I think they're, you know, hopefully just they're kind of coming into their own, getting getting comfortable with what we're doing. And and um, you know, this is definitely a a team that's going to be physical with us, you know, and that's that's a game that we've we've been successful in many times. So that's going to be it's going to be just like all the other Central Western games are one at the line of scrimmage, you know, and so we're going to have to we're going to have to do the same. Coach, one state rivalry was settled on Saturday, and another state rivalry will be decided on Wednesday, and uh, the focus turns to this rivalry in the state of Michigan, and you've had the upper hand. Western Michigan has had the upper hand, winning eight out of the last ten and three in a row, but mm -hmm. history really doesn't matter when doesn't. you go into these things. So what kind of game do you look for on Wednesday night? And also address the special impact that this rivalry has in the state. Yeah, I think um, the thing that's so unique about the rivalry is that it, 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 it infiltrates houses. You know, that's what I always say, you know, I, I I, everyone I meet that's a Bronco, they, if they are married to a Chippewa, they normally tell me right away, they're like, well, my wife's a Chippewa, I just want to let you know right off the bat. And I was like, you didn't have to tell me that. But they, they feel like they need to for some reason. And, um, and then there's, there's arguments over, you know, like which flag gets to be flown in neighborhoods for the, for the year. I mean, it just, it's, so, it's so much more than a game with this, with this rivalry. So... Uh, and it's been that way since I played. You know, I I can ask you could ask any alum what their record is against Central, and they could tell you like this. If you ask them to accumulate their four-year record as a player, they probably couldn't do it. But if you ask them what their what's your Central record, boom, could tell you right now. I could tell you mine right now. You know, and so uh, and so it's it just it matters. You know, and and um, and I know a lot of a lot of side wagers will be determined you know, by what happens on Saturday and a lot of bragging rights. And, you know, it's just two programs that have been doing this for a long time, you know, and that respect each other and, and it's physical and obviously there's a trophy involved and, uh, you know, it's the one game you always remember. And I think those are, that's what makes sports special from high school, from the high school rivalries to the college rivalries and, and onto the, uh, you know, professional sports. So it's, it's another exciting game and, and uh, you know, but you can throw the records out the window. That's, that means nothing. There, there have been stretches, stretches here and there that I've been a part of different, the, the different stretches of where one team won this way or one team. You know, when I played, it was the home team that won. Home team always won, seemed like, for like 10, 10 straight years from the late 
really early 90s and probably late 80s and uh and then, then, then obviously it swung over to their way, and then it swung ours. So uh, it, it it has really done it's done everything in its time. So uh, you know our our job is to focus and show up and play sixty minutes of football and 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 play a physical brand of football, which we know that they play, and we have to play the same kind. Coach, the West Division in the MAC hmm. is still, I think, up for grabs. Although one team has yeah a clear path to winning it all at 4 and 0 but um, the rest of the league is all tied at 2 and 2 with four games to play. Yep. I, I still think uh, anybody really has a shot here. It is. Uh, obviously the the opportunity to still play Northern who's done an, an unbelievable job. They won a lot of games in the last minute but they found ways to win games, you know. And so uh, having a chance to still play that team is an advantage to us and it's an advantage to uh, Ball State too. Uh, you know, the teams that have already, you know, lost the game to them are a little bit, you know, but it's the Mac West, man. Every, anything goes. I mean, every single year you get down to the last two weeks and the pitcher is totally different than it was a month out. So uh, still playing for a ton of things. Obviously playing our rival, which, you know, is, the, is probably the biggest thing. But, uh, you know, it's, it's exciting that we still have a chance to play Northern in, in about a month. And, um, but we got we to gotta focus at the game at hand and, and uh, we'll hopefully put ourselves in a position to have those games matter. Always good to hear from Coach Lester and Robin Hook, your play-by-play announcer for WMU on the Bronco Media Network. You can listen to all of the football games and most of the hockey games and basketball as well on uh, 106.5 Jack FM. But again, I want to thank our uh, sponsors, Zemlik, for all of your office needs, whether it's uh, at home, uh, in person, big, small, They've got you covered, Zemlik.com. They've got daily specials, free offers. If you buy a certain amount of things, they'll give you something for free. So check them out, Zemlik.com. You can also find their brick-and-mortar store here in Kalamazoo. So we're going to get to those player interviews, and that will wrap things up for this week. Uh, Jim and I will talk to you next week. Look at that young man go! So how has practice been this week, and what's the energy of the team like? So practice has been pretty good this week. You know, we just started kind of uh, padding up today. Uh, yesterday was more of a run through. Um, energy coming off a learning experience like last game. You know, it's gonna be it's gonna be good energy because we're really motivated. You know, to come back a better us, and we need to do that for this next game. Um, have you enjoyed the bye week, and is it nice to get a couple days to like recalibrate and kind of re- refocus for the last important stretch here? Yeah, it's a little foreign. Uh, like after like an eight-week stretch, you kind of feel like you should be here, you know. And um, but yeah, it's good to kind of sit at home for a little bit and kind of think about and digest what happened and think about yourself and think about the team and how can we get better and come back with a new energy, you know. Yeah. Uh, what's it like having such a veteran group on the offensive line, good communication, guys you can trust? Yeah, I mean, I love the guys around me, and they do such a good job um, every game, and we just got to keep getting them every day. Um, I couldn't ask for another, a better group of guys to be around. What have you seen out of Central? Uh, what are some of their key points you want to focus on uh, on their defense? Well, not getting detailed, but they're obviously a good group of guys. You know, they uh, they come out to play every game, especially against us. They play their best ball against us, and we just got to come out and be better than them that day. And you've been a part of this rivalry for a long time. How is this game different? How does it stand out um, compared to the other games in the season? Yeah, I mean, th- this rivalry is like over 100 years old, you know, basically. So, like, it's just you feel it. You feel like 
the energy of, of years and years and years of a great physical game. And, and we just play different versus these guys, and they play different against us. And you can tell, you know, when you hear the pads cracking and the fans are different, everybody comes out just to watch a spectacle. You know, it's a great game. Halloween's coming up Sunday. You have any plans? You dressing up or anything? Um, probably not. Um, my sister's getting married soon, so probably you know go out to see her. But other than that, I mean, I don't have any plans. Just kind of you know hang out with the guys and just pl play this game and have a victory. You know, have a celebration for that. You know. So how has practice been this week for the defensive unit? Uh, defensively, been a pretty good practice. I mean, today was day one. Uh, could have got to the ball a little bit better, but uh, for overall, we we're flying around pretty well. Uh, defensive line looked good uh, up front. Got to lower our pad level, shoot hands, and just play more stout. Thanks. So, uh, what do you see out of Central Michigan, and what are some of their strong points on offense? Uh, their strong points on offense are they they got good skill players. They got a good offensive line. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a battle up front for sure. Watching film, they got some uh, good offensive tackles, and um, they're just gonna have to come through us. So after a tough road loss last week, what is the mentality of the group, and um, how has it been with a couple built-in off days this week? Um, well, it definitely sucks to come off of a loss, especially with a team I felt like we should have beat, and everybody else in the program knows that we should have won, but all respect to Toledo and what they did that game. Um, but coming off an of off day, you know, it's just real good just to get our bodies back and get ready for this rivalry week. Uh, the mentality really just flushed last week. You know, it is what it is. Destiny's still in our hands, so we're just going to continue to just to get four and just finish this four games. What's different about this game with Central? You've, you've played in a few already. Um, kind of what makes it special? Um, well, on the road to four, bro. I mean, everybody wants to get to the MAC championship, and we're we're two and two. They're two and two in the MAC, so you know, this is winners. Uh, whoever wins this game definitely. Is uh, in a better better position to get to the, where we're trying to get to, which is four. So, what's the mentality of the group um, now with this crucial stretch? Um, you got midweek games the rest of the year. Uh, what's what's everybody thinking really? Well, the well the main thing is the main thing. Like I've been saying, is for the MAC championship and just taking it a game at a time. We know we got four left. We gotta win them all. So, in order to get there, we gotta start knocking them down. It's just a game at a time. Just being patient. So we have the game next Wednesday. Sunday is Halloween. Do you have any plans? Are you going to dress up or anything? Do anything fun? No, I won't be dressing up. I'll be flipping the coast out of my pillow at night, knocked out, drooling and stuff. <laughs> Thanks for listening to another episode of the Bronco Nation podcast. Stay tuned for next week's episode.